Welcome to the Jenna and Tosh Show. I'm Jenna Morton. And I'm Tosh Taylor. Welcome to this episode. We are welcoming back someone who's been on the show before today, Corey Hunter. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Jenna. And thank you, Tosh, for having me again. It's a pleasure, always is. <laughs> well, we are so thrilled to have you back because when we spoke with you before, you were you were hinting at a big project that was coming. It wasn't quite ready yet, but it is now out there in the world. And we are so excited for you to tell everyone about it. So tell us what you've been up to. All right. Well, I've been up to a lot. I'll tell you, it's been busy. Um, so the last time I was on the show, I had the pleasure of telling you a little bit about my advocacy work over the last 15 years and how I go around to high schools, middle schools, elementary schools, private businesses, governments, uh, universities, all sorts of places. And I provide education around gender equity and inclusion and basically how to be a safe space and, and how to reduce those different risks. Um, and this has become a passion of mine, and I'm very lucky to also be a, a post-secondary educator at Eastern College, and I teach the child and youth care program, which really lines up a lot with those same kind of values and, and beliefs and things that I've been promoting. Um, so the last time I was here chatting with you, I had the pleasure of telling you about how I wanted to kind of formalize that and turn it into a nonprofit. I wanted to launch a website and have different resources and uh, things available, and of course, Oh, life had a few hiccups last spring, didn't it? Like, it didn't quite go as expected. Just a few. Just, just a couple. <laughs> um, and so the project ended up having some delays because I very quickly realized, right as, as the website was about to launch, everything was just about to go, the world drastically changed. And all of a sudden, in-person meetings, having large groups of people come together to do workshops, that's not really the kind of thing that we need to be launching right now in, this, in last spring. Um, so we ended up kind of putting the project on the back, not on the back burner, but putting it back on the drawing board and, and doing some reevaluating. You know, what do we need to do to revamp this website that we've just created and not even launched yet and make it current to what's going on right now with COVID-19 and, and all of these current, um, you know, rules and guidelines that we're trying to follow to be safe. And how can we still, you know, make that connection with people? Um, so I started working on a few different ideas and I kind of conceptualized this whole concept of doing the same thing, but doing it virtually. So why couldn't I still have those workshops and in-person events available for when the time is appropriate? But why couldn't I add on webinars and, and remote versions? You know, right now we're here in our homes and we're talking about things and we're educating ourselves. Why couldn't I do that too? Um, and the same thing with digital media pieces, you know, YouTube videos, Instagram. So I had all these different ideas and I was like, oh no, what do I do with this? What do I do with this? Um, and it finally made this great connection in my brain. I thought, you know what? There's this underlying connection between what I do with my teaching at Eastern College and what I do with my advocacy work. I'm going to bring in my students. And so I connected with several of my students in the Child and Youth Care Program, and I asked them if they would be interested in volunteering with me and, and putting in some time. And they helped me construct my new vision. And so now what we've done is we've launched our website, but not only does it have details on services and contact information, it has a whole bunch of other resources. So there is a whole page to do with um, online and family and in-person resources that's you know, dedicated to youth and children and families as a whole. And there's also a separate page for the LGBTQ plus uh, community as well. 
And each of these pages have services in New Brunswick as well as Nova Scotia. Some of them are things that are available to people online. Some of them are in-person services. Some of them are websites with information. Um, but it's an interactive directory. It gives you the contact information. It gives you a little button you can click to get to their website. Um, and there's everything from safe social spaces to spiritual and religious groups that are supportive and inclusive to um, you know, medical clinics and, and specialists and resources and support groups. There's everything you can imagine out there. And it's not a finite list. It's something we're gonna be continuing to grow and develop. And then we have our social media. And oh my goodness, has that ever been a huge undertaking? Um, we started launching weekly YouTube videos that are between 10 and 15 minutes long. We talk about um, debunking gender pronouns, why they're important, you know, little words can be such big problems. Why is that and how do we fix it? Um, but all these little tiny connective sound bites that provide education and insight and let people know that they're not alone. You know, we're still talking about this. We're still having conversations. And uh, we also do the same thing with our Instagram. So we have Instagram and Facebook, Canadian Gender Equity is what we're called. And uh, we put out regular bites on there as well. So these pictures either provide something that promotes inclusion and safety, or they provide a little bit of education for individuals, or perhaps they're just something warm and fuzzy and inspirational, reminding us of you know, how important it is to be connected to one another. And uh, so all of these different things are out there. And I think that this is, is really fantastic. And um, we've just recently, as of November 25th, launched our merchandise line. So as of, as of um, that morning, a line of mugs, travel mugs, throw blankets, clocks, coasters, um, stickers, phone cases, all sorts of different things are now available from the website. And uh, they're currently on sale, 30%, 40% off some items. Um, and these are, they're not covered in our brand name and, and things like that. A couple of them have our brand name on them. Um, but most of them are just generic images that are meant to promote inclusion and acceptance and a safe feeling within workplaces, schools, and communities. And a portion of all those proceeds are going to the continued development of Canadian gender equity. Um, as we reach our formal nonprofit uh, stage, which is coming up in January. So we're almost finished our governing document and we're currently in the application process and we're looking to be completely registered and everything as of the new year. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. I'm sorry I went on a little bit of a long sidebar. I probably should have maybe given you a couple of breaks, but it's just, it's been so busy. It's been so exciting. <laughs> it is, it's been fantastic to watch it trickling out and then suddenly there it is everything is you know the canadian gender equity page on facebook I, it's popping up for me all the time and i love it it's fantastic <laughs> thank you i'm wondering if you could share a little bit about what you've felt and seen over this past you know, however many months it is now i don't even remember <laughs> of of how things you know there's there've been some big things that have happened in new brunswick around gender issues and there's also been this pandemic and I'm wondering how it's all felt for you and, and for the community that you're in touch with. I think something that we really need to recognize is that right now we are all more isolated than we usually are. We don't have the same kinds of social connections and ability to come together. And every day we're, we're on the edge of our seat wondering what it's gonna look like that day because it could change again. And that's nerve wracking and, and almost traumatic and it can be traumatic for some people, it's very scary. 
Um, and what I've learned as well is that for the LGBTQ plus community, it can be even more acute. So in our school systems, for example, we have youth that go there and they may be out to a few select friends of theirs. They may be a part of their gay, straight or queer, straight alliance, um, some form of support group that the school offers. And that may be their safe place because they're not accepted at home. They're not supported at home. They can't be out and they can't be themselves. But right now, a lot of our nurses are deployed and a lot of our social programs are not running. And so those supports are not necessarily there. We have youth that are going to school. They're completing their school day, the very basic framework, and then they're going home. And where are those support vehicles to keep them feeling positive, to support their mental health, to help them learn more about themselves? They're not present. And I think that's a huge, huge deficit. It's a huge problem right now. Um, all of us have that risk of having our mental health affected right now. We have to be so mindful to be caring for ourselves and still connecting with people in creative ways. And I think that's why it's so important to have this movement right now with Canadian Gender Equity trying to target this group that is potentially more at risk, at, at a higher risk for being alienated. Um, and that's something that, you know, I don't just hypothesize and, and think about, you know, oh, if these supports aren't running, what does that mean? Um, these are actual kids that I've, I've talked to. So having Canadian gender equity out there, I've had people who have messaged either through our social media um, or they've messaged me personally, having you know found me through the, the chain of pages, I guess. Um, and they have questions or they have concerns or they're isolated or they're alone and they don't know where to go. And so I recognize that you know this is really a thing right now. And it's not just you know a thing out there in a strange world, it's a thing in our neighborhoods and in our backyards that we need to do something about. Um, so that's something that I, I've definitely seen. I've also seen that so far this movement is having an impact. Um, so I've had people that I know that have shared with me that they have um, a child or a nephew or a niece or a family member or a friend of theirs um, that is connected in some way to the LGBTQ plus community. They may be non-binary or they may be genderqueer or they may be lesbian or bisexual or gay or any, any one of these members of our community. And for whatever reason, they're going through a difficult time. They're more alienated from their friends. They can't go to those safe places. They may not be open and running and services may not be available to them. Um, and, and all of a sudden they feel a little bit uplifted because of these positive things that they're seeing because they see that you know there's an agency out there that is reflecting their values, that is promoting an inclusive safe space for them, not only in the physical world, but also in our social world and in our online world. And I think that's really important as well. Um, another thing that I've been learning about is the limitations some transgender people are facing right now. So again, our medical system is being affected by the current pandemic. So our hospital systems, our clinics, our doctors and nurses, um, we're needing them to fill other essential and important roles. But what does that mean for a community that is already consistently waitlisted and facing a deficit in services. Clinic 554 in um, Fredericton just recently closed. And many people know that they support abortions and, and different things like this. What many people may not realize is that they also were one of the leading agencies around New Brunswick that helped to support the transgender community, connect with needed individuals and supports and treatments to continue their transition process. And they were, they didn't close because they didn't have enough business. In fact, they were, they had a whole lot going on. It had to do with funding and legislature. And so we see, we see different things that are disappearing. And we see that our, our system already doesn't have enough support. 
And right now it's compromised because people are being moved around and redeployed. Um, and I can speak to this not only from personal experience from what I'm right now going through, but also what other members of the community that I've spoken to are going through. And that is that our wait lists are longer and, and our procedures are, are being put down and, and we can understand why, because there's all these current emergency needs, but it's still important to recognize that that has an effect on people, on their mental health, on the way they see themselves, on their hopefulness for the future. And so again, these people need more support now than they did before. Excellent. I have a million and a half questions, but let's, <laughs> let's start with, with uh, the things that you are doing online, the tutorials and, um, and uh, your videos and all of that stuff that you were planning on doing in person. Mm -hmm. uh, are you like, is this something that anybody can sign up for at any time? Or are you like waiting to have certain class sizes to do it? Uh, how exactly are you going about it? Absolutely. So if you go to the website, CanadianGenderEquity.org, there's a lot of these resources available free for everyone. So there is a page um, with webinars and speeches. And if you go there, you will find everything from our previous podcast where we talked about how to be a supportive parent um, to a transgender youth to a two-hour webinar that completely deconstructs gender, sexual orientation, and how to create a safe and inclusive space. You will find all of that accessible for free in video format. Under the YouTube uh, page, you will find our weekly clips, and those just come out every single week. It's just me and sometimes a guest for 10 or 15 minutes, and we're putting all of that out there totally for free, always accessible. What you can also get from the website, though, are customized presentations, and this is the thing that you can contact and we can arrange. Um, so this is something that I have done either publicly before. I've had people who have expressed an interest. Um, so I've created an independent event and I've invited people that I know are interested. Um, and I've also had businesses, schools, and organizations reach out to me. So um, I'm currently in conversation with a shelter based out of Moncton that is looking at um, doing a workshop. And I, I actually, I should give them the credit for this. It's Crossroads for Women. And they work very hard to be an inclusive and safe space for the, the women and the families that they work with. And uh, so they're inviting me to come in and do a, a customized presentation and a workshop. Um, so to do those kinds of services, I have a basic breakdown fee and, and there's a contact form that you can reach out over the website. And basically, I just need to know who you are and, and a little bit about your audience, how many people, whether it's in person or whether it is remote and online, if you're looking to do it. And then I respond via email and we set up a call and we have a conversation. And the biggest part of this that I can't stress is that these are personalized and customized presentations. So I've done them for residential housing groups for youth. And so when I go in, we speak about gender equity and we speak about sexual orientation. We provide all of that concrete information on how to be inclusive, but it's relating towards residential spaces for youth. And when I'm going in to do it with the shelter, again, it's going to be with a lens that's going to be applicable for their population as well as for uh, their staff. So those types of things are accessible and available um, you know, at, a, at a personalized cost. Um, and I will say that there is a, basically a pricing structure that we have arranged for those, and it is very fair. <laughs> it, is, it is not designed to have barriers or to keep people from accessing customized services. It is basically to ensure that materials are co uh, covered, time is covered, uh, travel and, and any costs or expenses are covered. Um, and, and so far I've heard from people who are engaging with those paid services uh, that the fees are fair. So. Corey, I'm wondering, 
and I have to admit that I haven't gone to look for this specifically because it just kind of popped into my head. <laughs> so I'm wondering what what you might have or what might be coming that's age accessible for younger mm-hmm. listeners, watchers, viewers. I'm th- I'm thinking in, in particular my daughter who's nine, who's in grade four. Uh, we're very open about things. We talk a lot about things. She's read a lot. We have, we just recently got the Sex is a Funny Word book, which is so inclusive and fabulous and filled with information that she's now asking me all these questions that I'm, I'm not sure if I'm giving her all the answers she's looking for. And I'm wondering what, what we have accessible locally that's I don't want to use the word age appropriate because I think everything is appropriate. It's whether or not it's accessible to her mindset at this time. Absolutely. And those are great questions. Fantastic questions. Um, So right now, one of our primary efforts while we're getting started is we're really gearing towards the adult audiences and the teenage audiences. So we're using Instagram and we're using Facebook. um, And we recognize that by using those in conjunction with YouTube, we're probably hitting a lot of adults and we're hitting a lot of professionals. Um, So some of our videos have been shared in a couple of universities, and I know we're reaching target audiences there, and I've had a lot of adult and late uh, teenage feedback, which is fantastic. Um, But what we're going to try to do here moving forward, we've been mapping out our upcoming weeks of video topics, and a lot of them are continuing to kind of be geared towards that age group. But as we develop into the new year, we're going to be expanding into new uh, digital media platforms that are going to be trying to target other audiences. For example, TikTok. Uh, Some of my partners are using TikToks and they're using them in educational ways by following the trends and incorporating educational little words. They're getting great followings and their demographics are primarily younger and center-aged adolescents and a lot of of girls as well. Um, So there's a wonderful little niche market. So something we plan on doing to try to connect with younger audiences is continue to expand our platforms so that we can just utilize them to the best of our ability. The other thing that we're going to be doing is tailoring those videos to make sure that we're reaching a number of people on a number of topics. Unfortunately, it does take time to start banking up those resources, but over time, some of the things that you can expect us to talk about are things like consent and safe sex practices. And we're going to be talking about mental health and what it's like to experience uh, stigma and rejection. We're going to be providing information for parents and, and for friends on how to be supportive and how to listen and how to be present. But we're not just providing, you know, definitions on here's the different orientations and here's the different gender expressions. We're going one step deeper, right? So we're going to start with that foundational um, information, which is what you'll see in a lot of our very first videos that we've been so far. But as we get further into it, we're going to be talking about what people go through. We're going to be talking about coping skills. We're going to be talking about other groups that exist within the LGBTQ plus community and how to support them. So as a parent, what I would encourage you to do is stay tuned to those weekly series <laughs> because you're going to be able to translate a lot of that into language that's appropriate for anybody, right? So when you understand gender, you can talk to anybody on their level about gender. When you understand how to be supportive and how to listen, when you understand what it's like to go through uh, stigma or shame for being who you are, once we've had those conversations and you've had a chance to listen and be a part of the dialogue, you can bring it down to any level. Um, one of the other things that I've been interested in doing as well is, is doing a couple of videos that are more geared towards the young community. Um, something that I've noticed is that there's a lot of stigma around talking to our children 
around sexuality or around gender and expression and things like that. We kind of all get a little angsty and uncomfortable. Um, but the reality is, as we go from, from these preteen years into adolescence, we start developing a sense of attraction. And the reality is that as young as preschool age, we start to understand our gender expression and what it is to be a boy or a girl or um, a construct that doesn't fit within those two polar ends. So if they can see it and understand it, why can't we talk about it? And I'd like to do a couple of videos that kind of model and, and might be geared towards a younger audience that maybe parents could show to their kids or they could watch with their kids. So those are things that you can expect to see on our YouTube channel coming up. And uh, the other thing that I always encourage people to do is give us feedback. So some of these ideas have come from, from either viewers from the videos or people who are following our Facebook page who have expressed different things that they're looking for. Um, one person, for example, tried to uh, express to me, you know, why do I need to understand all of these things about gender construction if I'm not a part of the community? And that was a comment. And so, you know, we did a video about debunking gender and how it benefits everyone. Everyone right down to cisgendered males. They're, everyone benefits in a different way. So when we get feedback or we get comments or people have questions or things that they're looking for for resources, we intend to incorporate those into our upcoming videos to the best of our ability or our upcoming Instagram posts and, and our little sound bites, right? <laughs> I think it's really important to note again that you literally just launched this in the spring and it is unbelievable the amount of resource that is already up and that you already have planned. Like I have to commend you on that because I know, especially right now, how hard it is to kind of get your butt in gear to want to do things. <laughs> so really you've done some remarkable work already. And unfortunately we are running out of time though. So I want to, um, I know, I tell you, it goes so fast, doesn't it? Can we, again, just make sure uh, everybody knows where to find you. And right. again, like you said, you just launched um, the accessory line on there. It just launched uh, last week. So let's tell people uh, what exactly they can find when they're shopping through your, your website too. Absolutely. So at CanadianGenderEquity.org, that's going to take you to our home site. And you'll notice along the top, there's a nice little navigation page. So You'll be able to navigate through the resources. You'll be able to navigate through the media. And you'll also see merchandise right up there as well. And when you click on that, there's nice six categories that it'll take you to. And there's, oh my gosh, there's everything, Tosh. So there are mugs. There are travel mugs and water bottles. There are face masks. There are throw pillows and throw blankets. There's clocks to put on your walls. Um, there are phone cases for all different styles of phones, including Androids and iPhones. Uh, little laptop, uh, little laptop cases. There's tote bags, um, just about everything. And the designs are meant to promote inclusion and safe spaces. So there's a really nice one with the transgender flag, and it shows several people standing behind it, and it says promote inclusion. There's another beautiful design that has um, a picture of Canada, and it's done in a rainbow. And there's a circle of people holding hands, also in a rainbow color. Um, so again, it's not just our name plastered all over there, over things. There are things that are designed um, to promote inclusion. And there are currently six designs, and you'll see those six designs on all of the items. So there's lots of, of different things to look through and shop from. And we're going to be continuing to add new designs as we go through. So I believe the goal, if I understood this correctly in our planning, um, is that every month we want to be adding in a new design. So you'll see that that shop continue to grow. And currently with the launch items are between 30 and 40% off. So it's a great time to shop getting close to Christmas. <laughs>
<laughs> it's funny, I was jotting down notes. I don't know if you noticed, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to add that to the Christmas shopping list. <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> Good. Well, Corey, thank you so much for coming and speaking with us again. I know we could do this, you know, every day and never get through everything that we need to talk about. So I'm so glad that there's so many ways now for people to access your resources and, and just your passion and your energy because it's infectious. Thank you so much. And it's been a pleasure coming to chat with you guys. It's always a pleasure. Um, the two of you are just so vibrant and energetic and supportive. And I love that. You're an ally to so many communities um, and so many groups of people out there. And I'm just, it's always a pleasure to come on the show. Well, this won't be the last time, Corey. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's show. Remember that you can subscribe and like and review us anytime you want. And please be sure to tell all your friends and family if you enjoyed the show that they should listen to. And don't forget to check us out on social media. You can follow Pickle Planet Moncton on Facebook and Instagram and on the website. And you can follow me too at tosh.wood.taylor on all social media. 